Kia ora, kia ora. What's up, everybody? Uh, Rebecca Hollis. Kia ora, everybody. Rebecca Hollis here. Welcome to Rebecca Live. Rebecca Live. Live at five. Live at five. I uh, hope your day was rolling. I hope you smashed it. I uh, hope you did some productive things. hope you've learned some cool shit. And uh, we'll back at it again. Uh, today, I want to talk about life chess. I've always, you know, rappers always talk about chess, not checkers. Five moves ahead. You know, you do this, I do that, blah. Like, it's like, no, trying to be smarter about it. One of the things when I was thinking about recently is uh, how did I get into the game of chess or life chess? Now, this is more of a uh, an earlier thing of what I learned earlier in my life that I've kind of carried it through. But not many people know. I was in the, and in, in, I, I don't know if I was officially in the chess club, but I would go, I didn't compete or anything, but I flipping loved it. When I was at high school, I got into chess. And then now in life, I call this life chess. Like each, each thing's a move. When people do something, I'm like, okay, that's a poor move in there. Why? What's the next thing happening? Someone makes a, you know, business transaction. Someone does a merger and acquisition over here. Someone does a, whatever the thing may be. I always then think about um, why do they do that? What's the next play? What's the five move ahead? And, you know, when they talk about chess champions, being able to do like five, 10, 20 moves ahead, whatever it is. That shit's crazy. You don't even think about that stuff, but it's like, oh, what are these moves and why they mean, you know, that relationship doing there or this partnership here or whatever it is. And you don't, not that you're getting totally like over analytical in it. I've got to shift this out of the way. You can see today's uh, word of the day, BGC. Um, why did they do that? And I want to tell you a story about how I really learned early about life chess. Like life chess is simple as um, a relationship that you do now for someone, not realizing that in like 10 years time, that person might be the person that helps you out or you're the person that can then help someone else out and the and the paths cross over and whatever. And what I've realized and known obviously now is, and I already knew it then, you'll be surprised where everything crosses back over. So don't burn bridges today for what you may need in the future. And when you can build up a platform over years to help others, you should do the same. But this is a, a bit of a props around chess specifically. So, when I was at Aranui High School, there was an English teacher named Mr. Stephen Coates. Now, Mr. Coates was such a flipping good bastard, and I still remember him to this day. And if you're out there, Mr. Coates, you'll be proud of your boy. Look, man, I made it. Um, he was a South Island chess champion. He... So I think someone's trying to get into my office. Hello? Uh, wait there one sec. I think someone's trying to, dude. I think someone's trying to break into the office. Wait there. Wait. Where's my knife? Wait. L legit. Wait. Up. Uh, <laughs> literally, someone's trying to get into. I'm. Um, I'm gonna have to watch this back. So I have my headphones on. Someone's trying to like get into the flipping studio. I think. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> could you imagine? I'm flipping going on live, and I was like, <laughs> "Jeez." See that? I don't know. See, that's what happens when you. I'm gonna have one headphone here just in case. If it is, it's about to get active. Um, 
You can take the boy out of Aranui. <laughs> so bad. I, oh, so bad. About to flip and go stab a dude. <laughs> if they were about to come in, she's about to, no, like it was they were trying to like 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 Jimmy Brett. Anyway, I digress. But let's let's get prepared for anything just in case. I'll keep this right here, just like just in case. Um, Mr. Coates, I don't know. Uh, he was South Island chess champion. He could play 30 people at the same time at once in chess, and he could play five people blind at the same time. So he could he could also speak like seven languages. And what he would do is it's pretty funny. He could speak all these languages because we were such little badasses or some of the class were badasses. When he was pissed off with us, he would start full abusing us or swearing at us in like Chinese or German or Spanish or flipping. He knew Japanese as well. I knew a little bit of Japanese too, so I could like pick out his kind of calling us assholes. It was incredible, right? Then he was so good. And this is just props for an early teacher. Actually, name below. Who was the best teacher of your entire life and what impact did they have on you? Comment below, give him some props. Maybe even take a minute. Who was the greatest teacher that you had? Comment below, do it. He was so good when we learned about debating. He got us understanding. He said, okay, cool. Uh, four on this side, against on this side. You're going to stand in the middle. You're going to try and sway everyone in the room and they're going to stand on one side or the other. So he stands up first and he basically um, says no to abortion, does this insanely intellectual speech. Everyone pisses, like the whole class just goes to this side. Boom. And then he goes back and forth and leave a few other people. Then he stands back up. He does the opposite argument for yes of why you should be able to have abortion. And everyone goes that side. And it's like, what the f- what? But his point was, it was the power of the word. It was power of articulation. It was the power of like argument and formula, formulating, 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 formulating um, arguments or things or whatever it may be. And um, I always really impressed it. Like he would uh, put a, he did a $20 bet uh, in the in the middle of the town, in the middle of the main school hall, for anyone to come and try and beat him, he set up a big square. And at lunchtime, he just went around, just steamroll, flipping everyone. And one of my guys, I had him Patel, who got into it, started doing good. Um, but what was he also was so classic. He once told us that he did a two year apprenticeship to be a flagpole painter. And we believed him. Like, I can't make this shit up. He told us that he trained for two years to paint flagpoles, and we all believed him. He was that good he's probably taking the piss out of us which he obviously was but it was incredible so anyway the props i need to come back to is he would always talk about like he'd be at at lunchtime marking words you'd have your chest set in front of you you'd be making your moves and you'd be saying oh you know like pawn from e2 to e4 and he'd be like cool uh my pawn from e8 to e6 or whatever e7 to was it e7 to e5 so he'd be going this way and so he would in his brain while he's marking results would be playing you blind while he can't see your board while you're looking at your board, making your moves and telling him what moves you're making. So he could like see different worlds. It's flipping nuts. But what I learned from him early, and I was only, you know, 11, 12, yeah, 13, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, was how he would think and how he would think would be, he would like see it as a chessboard where cheats move and play. And one, I, I give him so much credit to Mr. Mr. Coates, boss dogger, was his ability to be able to use the mind as a weapon and a weapon for good to be able to really think through strategic things and plays of how it all plays out. And one of the ones that I've taken from that specifically has been around like plain emotional chess with how you things are going to, how thing, how you, 
things are going to play out in the real world from how you can read energy of people now. So what I mean by that is, is from the energy that someone could have would make he would sort of basically teach you how to think about how in their mind for them to have that energy what are their beliefs what are they thinking what are they where are they wanting to go what are the what are their key drivers like kind of like really psychological shit but when you find out those drivers then you can figure out what's making them tick what's making them want to try and do things what's making them whatever it is so within business particularly and i've done this a couple of times and uh, you know a good friend of mine i'll, I'll sort of pre-predict what i think is going to happen like oh um they're trying to make this move here but i think those two guys are going to have a you know big dick swinging contest between them to have the, see who's the biggest alpha in the room and i think that's going to eventually do some bad stuff and this and that and so i could see it and it'll be like it'll probably happen in like you know month six and then this is probably going to happen and you know it'd be like months out but basically i could pre-predict people's energy by realizing what their intentions and drivers were to figure out if if that's my headspace what they will do action wise and then how that manifests itself right and so i know it's got a bit of a long covered way to say it but what I really learned from playing chess early on when I was younger was the ability to see, try to see one or two moves up, to try and see where the energy and momentum in an industry is going, where an opportunity might be potentially commercially, how people may or may not interact. And when you can see the playbook a little bit, it's by no means means that you're going to win 100%. All it's saying is you're going to have a higher percentage chance of understanding what's going on, what may happen, and what you could potentially do about it. So uh, to Mr. Coates, my man, I really appreciate, you know, getting me into chess early. Now I call it life chess. Like all this shit is life chess. Um, the way I think about this, you know, Rebecca live, live at five, whatever I'm doing is, you know, nuggets that I potentially give today. A, it gets it out of my brain, which makes it feel better for me. And it's therapeutic just to flip and get it out of me. Secondly, it could create a digital thumbprint or a footprint or a digital breadcrumb of an idea or something which you may or may not have thought about, which can potentially add value to you now two, three, five, 10, 20, 40 years in time. Like people don't think about this. And I've said this for years now, I'll keep saying it. The stuff that we do now, my children's 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 children are going to be looking and saying, oh, Facebook was a thing. Oh, this LinkedIn thing was, a, oh, content, what? That's my great, great, great dad talking shit about Headspace. What the fuck? Like what? Like this is happening now because everything's going to be digitized and documented forever. So uh, the movies you're making now, especially when it's going to be digital. So there, and uh, that's me for the done. So I apologize for about to go in straight. <laughs> Dude, like I straight up. <laughs> oh, Rebet. You can take the boy out of Aranui, but you can't take the chest learning. Well, I was about to go get hood ship because someone was straight like, straight trying to jimmy out the main lock at the front behind the, because you can't see what I'm seeing, but it's all like, blocked off so if you were trying to do what they were trying to do they were clearly trying to get in um so i'll wait here hang out okay oh, have a good day team uh comment below who was your favorite school teacher what did they teach you what did you learn specifically i don't chess in long game from mr goats thank you have a good day team